Mama, dear, come over here. Who's that peeking in the window? It's the musician, and he has his trumpet in his hand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wonder what notes he plays. Had a great time up here this past Saturday. You know what Saturday was? It's a secret. They won't tell you about it on the uh, mainstream media. And if you Google it up, you'll hardly find it. International Peace Day. That's right. We had a peace party up here in Kingston. Wonderful, wonderful time. Wonderful people. One of my friends, a dear friend, Kenny Young, under the boardwalk. That's right. He wrote the song. One of the guys, he came up, lives in the UK, was in the city, made a trip up here. International Peace Day. Think about it. Hardly a mention in the media. Hardly a mention. Just Google it up. Let's see what came up. Southwest Florida celebrates International Peace Day. F-A-I-L-H. Fala. Community marks International Peace Day, Springfield, Massachusetts. St. Bartholomew celebrates Peace Day with students in pre-kindergarten through third grade. That's about it. Oh, CNN, Cartoon News Network. Wow, they actually had something. International Day of Peace, preventing conflict through climate action. Yeah, that'll, that'll do a lot. How about preventing conflict to stopping dropping bombs on people and invading the countries? This whole thing about climate change. Climate change? And it poisoning you in everything you drink, eat, and breathe. And you're worried about climate change? How about dealing with this now? International Peace Day, preventing conflict through climate change? How about preventing conflict from crazy men and women that start wars and slaughter innocent people? No, we're not going to talk about that. Pfft, joke. Anyway, peace. I am a warrior for the Prince of Peace. That's right. I won't die for war, but I fight for peace. And if you want to help join the fight, put your money where your heart and soul is, or are, <laughs> and send money, support, donate to OccupyPeace.com. It's getting out of hand. Has been. Getting worse. getting much worse. It's going on in the Middle East. And how the people are buying the lies, the lies being peddled by the trumpet, Trump liar, presidential reality show freak 
Pompeo, another freak, our Secretary of State. What a joke. Secretary of nothing. Blaming Iran for the strike against the Saudi oil fields. How dare they? Those Iranians. Oh, the Iranians struck? I thought the Houthis did it. No, no, they don't have the capability, the United States says. You have any proof? We don't need any proof. Don't you know who we are? We are the exceptionals, the exceptional warmongers. Remember Obama? He used to use the exceptional line all the time. He was an exceptional liar. Boy, he could get away with it. And the liberals believed it. Still do. They love him. Yep. Iran did it. We don't have any proof. The Houthis said they're getting even. The Saudis killing over 100,000 Yemenis. Creating the worst humanitarian crisis on earth. A cholera epidemic. But we won't talk about any of that. We'll just talk about, well, they hit the oil. They hit Saudi oil. Our allies. Oh, yeah, the prince. The crown prince. The, the crown prince murder who started the war. Launched under the Obama administration from Washington, D.C., on March of 2015, that's right, the Saudi ambassador announced it from Washington, D.C. The United States was involved in it. Sent intelligence. They sent the clown. I forgot the guy's name. He had a real stupid name. The United States sent him to Saudi Arabia to work with them. To provide air refueling and all the bombs to kill the innocent Saudis. Uh, uh, Yemenis, excuse me. But that's not important. No, we're just going to blame it on Iran. I was just doing a show this morning. <clears throat> you could tune it in. Jim Blassingame. And he goes on to talk about, he's repeating the lines that Iran is a major sponsor of terror. They're responsible. And you know me. And I said, so that's, that's a lot of baloney. I said, that's like saying Saddam Hussein has weapons of mass destruction and ties to Al-Qaeda. How about showing me some proof? How about bringing George Bush W. Bush, a Bush of crap. How about bringing him up on war crime tribunals? Don't speed. You didn't put your signal light on. Look at these cops, what they do to everybody while they let the murderers get away with more murder. And you got this moron Trump. Now at the United Nations, selling more hatred against Iran. Yesterday he said, Iran's record of death and destruction is well known to all of us. Hey, hey, fat boy, don't give me your crap. Maybe those slimers in the UN will swallow it. No, you, Obama, Bush, Clinton, Bush before him, 
You guys are the mass murderers. You have the record of destruction that's well known to all of us. Trump, dump, slump. Another boy, arrogant boy, born on third base and thought he had a home run with your stupid bleached blonde hair comb over. President, you don't represent, none of them represent me. None of them. Bush, I don't vote for lesser of two evils. And then he brags that the United States just imposed the highest level of sanctions on Iran's central bank. That's right. Keep putting more pressure on the Iranian people. And the moron Americans believe this crap that's being shoved down their throat. Crap shoved down their throat by a reality show champion. It makes perfect sense. It's America, America, the land of the dumb. No protests, nothing going off for, for peace. Trying raising money from peace, going to, ah, it's impossible. Going to donors. Matter of fact, I just got rid of somebody who used to work for me that made up a whole lie of how we were getting money from Occupy, for Occupy Peace. Someone that worked for me made up a whole story. Told it to hundreds of people. Not a penny. Peace. The hell with peace. Who needs peace? Because Fat boy, Trump bragged about all the money, all the money that they stole from we, the stupid little people, to give to the military industrial complex. Yep. At the United Nations, of course. Of course, of course. Bragging about how tough our military is. Bragging about putting crippling sanctions against Venezuela. Heil Trump. Disgusting. Money being stolen from us to give to the military industrial complex so they could kill millions of people That costs us trillions of dollars. Yep. All nations have a duty to act. No responsible government should subsidize Iran's bloodlust. Iran's bloodlust? How about America's bloodlust? Oh, you forgot about Afghanistan. Of course you have. It's only been going on 18 years. Oh, you forgot about Iraq? 
Oh, what about Libya? Didn't think of Syria. Yemen, what's a Yemen? Ah. Just so sad. So sad that Americans don't care. No guts, no fight back. Oh, those Saudis, <clears throat> our, our allies. Yeah, our allies just killed 16 civilians, <clears throat> excuse me, in Yemen, including seven children. This is from antiwar.com. The attacks destroyed a house in the province near where the fighting between pro-Saudi forces and the Yemeni Houthi movement were taking place. How sad what's become of America. Occupy peace. Don't be stupid, Salenti. Nobody wants peace. Can't make money with peace. That's the stupid reaction that people give. What's happened to this country? Founding fathers would be riding in their, rolling in their graves. Yeah, no, they weren't perfect, and who is? I know you are, right? <laughs> the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, the Bill of Rights, they're for me. I stand with them. So now they're going to talking about impeaching Trump. What a waste of time. What a waste of energy. How stupid. How stupid. It'll amount to nothing. Even if they impeach them. Then it has to go to the Senate. The Senate has a Republican majority. You need two-thirds to convict them. You think you're going to get two-thirds to convict him? And what are they going to convict him of? That he asked this guy who got elected president of Ukraine to look into the dirty deal that Biden and John Kerry's through marriage to the Heinz family one of the Heinz, their, their, their projects to get this great deal with an energy company. <clears throat> oh, that wasn't rigged? <clears throat> we wrote about it in the Trends Journal when it happened. That's right, when it happened. A number of years ago, it was about 2014. My memory serves me right. You're going to impeach them on that? A weight more waste of our money. The Russians, they hacked into our system. You heard that for what, three years? Our money being wasted. Oh, and he held back, you know, $500 million for Ukraine. What, why is our money going on? For military, for military use. Hey, aren't the subways great in New York, huh? Night in Calcutta, every time you get in one, 
How about the roads? Some of the potholes. Don't you love it when your front end goes? Commuting in in late, eh, I would say mid 20th century transportation. Hey, you see that new airport they built in China? Shanghai? You got rail there running now that goes about 300, over 300 miles an hour. And we got the stupid Accel or whatever they call it. It goes from New York to Boston, an average of 65 miles an hour. Yeah, send our money to go to Ukraine so they can keep the war going between them and Russia and kill more innocent people. Always important to kill more people. What's going on with Iran and how we are being taught to hate them is criminal. And the people are buying it. As they did when I did this show, you could listen to a Jim Blassing game. Nice guy. Known for about 20 years. Bought the whole line. Repeated it as if Trump and Pompeo were saying it. Not one shred of evidence that Iran was involved in that drone strike. Not one shred of evidence. But you don't need evidence. All you have to do is say that Saddam Hussein has weapons of mass destruction and ties to Al-Qaeda. Yep. How low can you go? This is very important because if war breaks out in the Middle East, it'll be the beginning of World War III if Iran is involved. I don't think it's going to happen right now. You can read all about it, by the way, in our Trends Journal. Yep. It's a weekly now. We've gone from a quarterly to a monthly to a weekly. The only, 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 only magazine in the world where you will read history before it happens. The only magazine. And we write a lot about we write a lot about what's going on in Iran. And all the lies that are being told. One lie after another. You're not going to get it from the news. All you do is you pick up the news is impeachment, impeachment. 
None of this is going to affect your life. What will it do to improve your business, your jobs, your family, your health, and your wealth by knowing all about this impeachment garbage? What it will do, if it gets worse, it will have an effect on the equity markets, which are already overvalued. Otherwise, worthless. Otherwise, worthless. Hater on, it's the American way. And that's one of our stories in the Trends Journal. All the facts are there. One lie after another coming from the Americans. Despite the Houthis categorically stating they launched the attack, it's barely reported and dismissed. They dismiss it. They don't have the weaponry to do it. The Iranians made it clear they didn't have the weapons either. They built them themselves. And over the weekend, Pompeo, Pompous Pompeo, Pompey, without the yo, he's ready to explode. He made direct accusations that Iran was behind the attack and provided aerial maps, which independent experts said were not conclusive. Drones, they said, they circle around. They don't go straight in line a lot of times. They didn't show any direction. But the U.S. officials... Continued to make statements to the media blaming Iran and the mainstream media prostitutes keep selling what their Washington pimps tell them to. And it doesn't stop. A top story in Yahoo News. It's two days ago. The headline blared, why did Iran attack, attack Saudi Arabia's oil industry? And you read the article, they did not provide one shred of empirical evidence that Iran attacked the Saudi oil fields. Not one shred of evidence. So what we also do in the Trends Journal is we teach you how to track trends. So the trend tracking lesson is don't buy the headlines. They don't teach trend tracking at Harvard, Princeton, Yale, <clears throat> the Bullets, Bombs, and Banks Club, you know, the Ivy League, to community colleges, no one teaches trend tracking and trend forecasting. Do you know why? They don't know how. 
just—it's <laughs> a lot of work. But we want our readers and listeners. We do podcasts two times a week, Wednesday and Friday, to learn how to see the future, so you could prepare and prevail and prosper in these times ahead. And it's going to get very, very geopolitically and economically unstable. So, as you well know, I'm for, I forecast that we will enter in to the greatest depression. We'll talk about more of that when we come back. It's very sad that people don't care about the slaughter going on in Yemen. But yet they care so much about the Saudi oil field. And by the way, <clears throat> when the Saudi gang was created in 1934, you know what they did? First thing, attacked the Houthis in northern Yemen. Fought a war with them that they lost. So they got it in their blood. Murder. Look at what they do. 134 people beheaded by the crown prince that Trump loves. that Obama supported. And some of those were children. He is not over, and maybe they could double it up. Yeah, the Me Too movement, they love they loved Saudi Arabia. Oh yeah, they gave the women a right to drive. <laughs> and you could even leave the country without permission, maybe. Yeah, that's Saudi Arabia, our great ally. That's who America's defending. Care less about the poor people suffering in Yemen. The poorest nation already in the Middle East, and now it's even worse. Bombed into destruction. Syria? Phew. Nobody even talks about it anymore. Another war brought to you by the United States and the Arab Little League. That's right, with Saudis. That started the Iraq War. Now, excuse me, the Libyan War, the Syrian War. And the Americans support it. 
How sad. What could change it? To me, only peace. And if you don't believe me, you could ask the Prince of Peace. <laughs> but he didn't get too far. Right. And I don't want to die for a cause. Just because. But I'll fight until I can't fight anymore for peace. So I told you, I had a great party. Joy and elegance. Everybody was dressed very nicely, their own style. Quiet jazz band playing. Gary Null would have loved the food from Green Palette. Yep, all vegan and all organic. The atmosphere could not have been better. It was an atmosphere of peace and joy, love and caring, all warm-hearted souls. To have a nice time and enjoy life and all that we've been blessed with rather than destroying it. You can't have joy and beauty in an atmosphere of war, terror, and fear. So I'm going to take a break now. When we come back, we're going to talk more about the economy. And you know the drill. If you have any questions, you got to call. As soon as I find a number, they'll tell you the number when I come back. Tell me what you, it's on your mind and what you want to hear. We'll be right back. Stay tuned to PRN.FM for more empowering ideas from progressive voices. We're moving forward, and we hope you're coming with us. Next time on Peace Talks Radio, highlights from the Peace Week 2010 online event. You know, there are so many instances where People are willing to take risks to try to make this a better world. We have to look at and, and begin to provide opportunities for interfaith dialogue. In the past, peace may have been the domain of the altruistic, but in this age, it's in everyone's self-interest. That's next time on Peace Talks Radio. You're tuned to PRN. We'll keep bringing you the best in alternative voices for social and political news, the environment, health, the economy, and a whole lot more. All you have to do is keep listening. PRN, the Progressive Radio Network. Welcome to Politics Done Right. I am your host, Egberto Williams. This is the progressive program that will take the mystery out of politics. This is the program that will encourage you to make sure government becomes we the people. Whether you are liberal, conservative, or otherwise, you get to air your point of view. Right here, every Monday on the Progressive Radio Network. It's not liberal, it's not conservative. It's progressive, the truth that empowers. Right here on PRN, the Progressive Radio Network. Chella Luna, Mitzi, Mama, 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 Mama
Then you simply buck a lot of the money, Danny See, Chibik, you're fun to see a buck a lot of thick in me Oh, mama, zoom a zoom a bacala. Oh, mama, zoom a zoom a bacala. Mama, dear, come over here. Who's that peeking in the window? It's the baker, and he has his cannoli in his hand. Oh, mama, if you have a question or an answer, call 888-874-4888-888. 874-4888. Now, on to the economy. Ah. As I am forecasting, the greatest depression is coming soon. In the United States, I believe it'll hit after the presidential elections. Trump is going to do everything he can and is doing everything he can to artificially prop up the economy as they're doing all over the world. Who has ever heard of negative yields and bonds? Yeah, you know what that is. You buy a bond, 30 years bond, you cash it in, you get less than what you paid for it. Can't make this stuff up, but they're making it up just like they made up quantitative easing. Put your money in a bank in Switzerland, you get a minus a 0.75% interest rate. Hey, you want to buy a house in Denmark? I got a deal for you. We'll give you a mortgage minus. That's right. We'll give you money to buy the house. Keep that thing going. But it's only going to go so far, son. It's going to go so far, so fast, and then down it goes. Down it goes. Cheap money. Cheap money equals solid gold. Because the cheaper money goes, the higher gold goes. And you just saw what happened over the past week. The Federal Reserve, the New York Federal Reserve, had to dump in some 203 billion dollars into the U.S. financial system to alleviate funding pressure caused by a sudden scarcity of cash in the repo market. The repos are repurchase agreements, they're short-term borrowing transactions, you know, that Wall Streeters and the banksters use. Overnight money. This is the first time this has happened since the panic of 08, and the biggest amount of money. So this is serious, but, you know, not a lot in the news about it. Here we have Mookie, Mookie in Connecticut. Mookie yeah. or Mookie? It's Mookie, not, not the baseball players. Okay, I don't you know, follow baseball anyway. Go on. I did as a kid. I used to go to Yankee games when I was eight years old. My brother was 12. We used to go alone. <laughs> Those days are over. I used to get dragged along to Ebbets Field, and the thing I enjoyed was watching Emmett Kelly perform between innings because I, I was too little to understand baseball when they brought me. Uh, so I'm sorry I missed your party in Kingston. What a beautiful area. I camped out in a place called Woodland Valley right outside of Phoenicia many, uh, many years ago. What a magical place. So I'm going to come up and visit you sometime and check out your historical buildings. So um, 
the reason we're having uh, these wars is very large in part due to the, the need for resources, specifically oil. I've, uh, I called in several months ago, Gerald, and um, I've talked to other people about it, but nobody's getting it. Uh, when you can put solar, forget about solar, wind, geothermal, uh, aquadynamic, all that stuff's chunk change compared to the availability of hydrogen. And I'm not talking about using hydrogen stored under pressure, manufactured and stored under pressure. Remember the von Hindenburg when it blew up over Lyndhurst, New Jersey, the Zeppelin? Yep. They, uh, they filled that thing full of hydrogen gas. It's very easy to produce. They've, been, they've had the process down since the 1700s. And since wow. before World War II, they've had the technology. Now, here's the deal. It's not stored under pressure. The best example I can give you is uh, refrigerator-side generators in uh, single-family homes in Norway. It's a project they did successfully. Uh, the, ge the refrigerator-side generator splits water right in the house meaning it produces hydrogen that can be used for all the, how, the, all the homes, electrical needs, power needs, every device and uh, appliance. Um, to scale that down to a smaller generator, you put under the hood of your car, your old 1967 Dodge Dart or whatever, or your diesel. This is what I'm trying to get across to people. You split the water under the hood on demand in small thimbles full. There's no volatility. There's no pressure. It's a, almost 100% efficiency. Your emissions are close to zero. It just puts water and oxygen back in the atmosphere. The examples are Henry Garrett in 1935, and in the late 90s, about 1998, a guy named Stanley Meyer drove his dune buggy coast to coast on 22 gallons of water, Gerald, it's, 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 the technology is real, but billions of dollars have been spent to suppress this information because it's yeah. nearly free energy. Yeah, actually, we've been writing about this in our Trends Journal as well. So we're cool. on the same page. And as you said, the wars have started for resources. As I used to say, you think the United States would have invaded Iraq if their major, and, and Libya if their major resource was broccoli? I mean, here we are in Venezuela, you know, the world's largest, uh, sitting on the world's largest oil reserves. You think, uh, they either get, get careless. how about go back, you know, to, uh, what was it, that United Fruit, what was it, back in the, uh, back in the day when the United States began to destroy South America for, for, the, for the companies that wanted to get all of the, the fruits and vegetables they could get out of there so they could bring them up to uh, America and sell them? You know, so nothing's changed. You're right. It's the resources. Yes. Henry Ford designed his cars to run on alcohol. They stick and they still do with, with motorcycles and some cars in Europe. Uh, on alcohol, which would have supported all the farmers in the country. Uh, I believe, and this has to be vetted, that, um, that Rock, the Rockefellers forced him to use oil, just like the Carnegie's forced him to use steel instead of hemp oil. For the bottom yep. of the car. Yep. Yeah, I, I hear you. Listen, next time, you know, we have a party, we'll let you know, and uh, we we'll launch Occupy Peace, 
And anything you can do to help us move the Occupy Peace Movement further along is very appreciated. It's the only action plan with a peace plan that I know of. Close the bases overseas, bring home the troops, have them rebuild our third world infrastructure, WPA program, Work Progress Administration for the 21st century, and force Congress to vote to go to war, which they have not done since World War II. And finally, put a referendum on each state ballot where we'll tell Congress how to vote because we're the ones that pay for the war with our money and our lives. Thank you, Mookie, for calling. We got Randolph from Montreal. Hello, Gerald. Uh, I wanted to uh, discuss two things. Um, I was really saddened uh, today, or last night, when I read that 21,000 people from the Thomas uh, Cook uh, Travel Agency agency was going to be, I guess, fired because the company is facing bankruptcy. And yet when they they asked the highest ranking officer, government official, uh, what he was going to do about it. Was he going to provide financial aid? And he said no. He said if we, we give them money, others want money also. We're talking about a company that was in business for over a thousand, a hundred years plus. They were paying taxes, and so were the employees for that length of time. I mean, what is wrong with this um, reptilian uh, brain economics that people contribute to the government for so long? And yet when it's time to make a difference, they just shuffle them off. Now, uh, 21,000, normally it's a factor of five to one. So for everyone that's fired, five other people are affected. And so what I thought, what is the possibility that the reason they wanted to shut down Parliament was because the situation is much more critical uh, vis-a-vis corporations with this Brexit than is really being let out. So, uh, you know, why a country would uh, would throw out, throw away the uh, the trade with a, uh, a unit which is right next door to them of 800,000 people and yet uh, nobody, they don't seem to care. In, in other words, once they've done it and the things go wrong, their uh, their point of view is, you're, we're not going to do anything. You well, just save you know, yourself. They, well, they do that with everything. I mean, come on. Isn't that sad? Uh, Isn't this they, they, that's that's what that's what politicians are. They don't care. They don't think long term. They only think for themselves. And again, you look up the definite politician, you know, someone who's manipulative and devious, typically to gain advancement within an organization. And I think if you, you look up politician and it goes way back, like into the 1800s, I think they called them parasites. I think that was the definition for a politician. So you shouldn't expect anything more from, from who they are. That's what, they, that's what the system is devel- de- degraded into. So th- thank, thank you very much, Randolph. We have some other callers on the line. Thank you. And we have Abu from Wisconsin. Abu, how are you? Oh, I'm fine, thank you, and uh, I hope you're well, too. 
And um, I, it's good to hear that your uh, peace day celebrations went well. Um, you know, just two very quick things, and I'll say it in one sentence, uh, one or a few sentences. One, I remember when uh, um, in the old days, you know, Washington would say all options are on the table to Iraq or or this, that, the other, and it used to really put fear in my heart just because of the helpless um, civilians who are going to be rained down with these bombs. Anymore, I'm not, uh, I'm not uh, fearful because Iran has this, th- th- this crowd of, um, of punks in Washington by the short hairs. They are loaded for bear. So that's all I'll say about that. The second thing, and it, this ties in with what you keep saying repeatedly, I mean on other shows and what have you, it's about the bigs. Just last Wednesday, the Financial Times had a yellow sheet on the, you, you, you probably saw it because you read them, uh, on, on its cover, meaning is this where capitalism is going? It's all crony capitalism. It's not about um, uh, creating, a, uh, you know, uh, uh, fulfilling a need. So that's all I'm going to say, and you can comment about this. Yeah, I did see that, actually. Uh, the, the whole, they had a whole f- cover on top of the cover of that. And, yeah, capitalism is dead. This isn't capitalism. It's corporatism. And there's, in capitalism, there's no such thing as too big to fail. And, uh, and going back to um, with, the, with the Iranian situation, you know, America's being taught to hate Iran, and, and, and they just keep telling lies about what Iran has been doing. And, and the, the people are buying it. So when you, when you look at, and, and it's been me, being made by others as well, what the military-industrial complex is, well, it goes back to corporatism again. It's just enriching the crazies that are running and ruling the country and much of the world. As I said, if war breaks out, if oil prices spike above $100, around $100 an ounce, a barrel, excuse me, you're going to see global economies collapse. The important thing to look at as we're looking at this volatile situation and the point that I want to make on the economic front is how bad things really are is that even with this tension, you're seeing Brent crude at only $62 a barrel. There's a global slowdown going on. When all else fails, they take you to war. Eating the Great Depression, trade war, currency war, Great Depression, world war. Fast forward, 2019, trade war, currency war. They keep blaming uh, uh, China for devaluing their currency. Greatest Depression, World War. And when this war happens, it's, the, it's like what Einstein said, I don't know how the Third World War will be fought, but I know the fourth one will be fought with sticks and stones. This is very precarious, what's going on right now. And the people aren't standing up and fighting against it.
We have liars, cowards, freaks, and fools in charge. I'm sorry, what? Oh, is it you off? Yeah. Hello? Hello? Yes. So, Abu, that's what I had. What, what, what is your, you have a response to what I just said or? Uh... No, you know what? But just one passing uh, farewell line. While we are encumbered with all these other things, wars, uh, etc., uh, imposing sanctions, um, China is racing ahead. Did you see that it, it got the world's biggest airport built yep. in a record five years' time? I mean, and under budget, can America do that? No. That's all. Thank you, and have a great uh, fall. Thank you. Oh, it's beautiful up here in the Hudson Valley in the fall. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I mentioned about, uh, actually, the, the new airport in Shanghai. And, and again, the trains that they have, etc. as America's going down. So, here's what I've come up with. And again, the motto of the Trends Journal, and anybody that wants to subscribe, it's trendsjournal.com. Trendsjournal.com, it's only $129 a year. It's gone from a, a quarterly to a monthly to a weekly. And again, I'll go, or go buy Time Magazine and get last week's news next week or the Trends Journal tomorrow's news today. And if you can't afford the full price, there's a discount request page. So one of the things I've come up with on how to really change the future. First, I came up with beauty. When you create beauty, and if anybody ever saw where I am in my offices, and I have, I have in my office space over 200 plants, and I take care of all of them. Out in front of the office, there are about another 15 big ones. I take care of all of them. I create beauty all around me because I read about all the ugly things going on in the world, and then I have to write about them. What I'm suggesting is that beauty is the antidote to this ugliness that has gripped our planet. And thinking about that, there's a new place that just opened up next to my building. It's called the Kinsley, K-I-N-S-L-E-Y, K-I-N-S-L-E-Y. Go to Vogue magazine, put in Kinsley. Just opened up about three months ago. It's an old bank, 1864 bank, Bank of New York. They didn't spare a dime. Elegant, tasteful. In Vogue magazine, it's five places to visit this fall. Kinsley was number one. I was in there another, another night, and... I'm looking at the details of everything that they did, the work that they put into it. And then I looked at the, they have a wonderful woman behind the bar and she's very graceful. And I said to myself, the only thing that could change this future is elegance. When you reach levels of elegance and keep 
raising the bar. It keeps going higher. Anyway, that's just my thought. In the way people dress, in the way you present yourself, how you're, what you live in, what's around you, elegance. And that's, to me, is what has to start happening now. And we've gone so low in so many different directions. And now we have this impeachment thing going on that's nothing more than a waste of time. It's dividing the states. You're not uniting the states. As you well know, I'm no fan of Trump. He's a jerk. Narcissistic freak. And I'm no fan of Trump. He's an arrogant mass murder. No friend of Bush. Either of them. Murderers of the first degree. So... When you look at the society and how low it's gone, to me, we need a renaissance. Ale Romana el Antica, in the manner of the Romans and the ancients, to describe the quality of their work. They said in Florence during the Renaissance. It followed the Black Plague. Some 60% of Europe was wiped out. They did it themselves. They realized they were doing something wrong. They went back to the past to create a better future, a renaissance. America has a lot of greatness about it. A lot of terrible things, like all of us, that want to grow and be better. I'm not the same guy I used to be when I was a kid. All the comic books I stole. (laughs) And I could go on. I'm a kid. You're learning. You're growing up in a society that has craziness around you. You pick up things here and there. But you change and you grow. And you rise to higher levels. Elegance. Elegance to me is the way out. Not destruction. Now, I don't salute the troops coming back from foreign countries that they've invaded. Not because they did it. They were sent there. I feel sorry for the troops. I want to bring them home. Most of them, a lot of them, need these jobs. They can't find a way to earn a living. We give them skills by helping them rebuild our rotted infrastructure. I love that idea. I'll support those troops any way I can, and I do. Close the bases overseas, over 80 of them. Rebuild America in a way, in style of grace and elegance. And we've lost that. So beauty, elegance, joy, love, and liberty... That's the page I want to be on, and that's the page I'm on, and that's where I want to stay before I check out. You know, yeah, there's not a lot of time left. Been here 73 years. 
got very little time after that. And I'm not good at math, but I know I won't be here another 73, not even close. Another 15 in good health would really make me happy. So there's not a lot of time left for any of us. And we're running out of time now. So I'll be back next week. And remember, Trends Journal, TrendsJournal.com, and OccupyPeace, OccupyPeace.com. Peace on Earth. Goodwill to all of us. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao.